Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Roosters v the Rabbitohs. The craziest club game I can ever remember. I've never seen any club game like it. And it might just be the craziest game, period. Like, Origin Game 3 for me is probably probably the craziest game I've ever seen. But this game, seven sin bins. Blokes just absolutely all on the line. Everything. Their health, their physical well-being. Like, everything was on the line. The Rabbitohs get the win. This was an incredible game of rugby league, and it's one for the history books. It's one, it, it, it's one for the history books. It feels like every year or so we have a game that you just go, that might have been the best ever, and then sometimes there's a bit of recency bias. Like, if you don't think this was the best game you've seen, I can't think of a crazier game. Yeah. It, it was just there was a different turn every five or ten minutes, and you you know you kept seeing these stinks and everything, and you go, okay, it'll be done now. Mm. They'll start to play footy. Fucking three seconds later, someone comes out and coat hangers someone or someone gets stuck into someone or someone's charging in. like, And like they all knew what was going to happen. They knew they were going to get Simbin, but it's, it felt like the both teams thought, thought well, fuck it, we'll be okay with 11. We'll be okay with 12. It's like there wasn't a game of football on for the vast majority of it. Well, it's like both of them were saying, we will not take a step back. Mm. If you want to take it there, we will go there and we'll be the ones to make the last move. It was absolutely incredible. From the opening, basically the opening sets, Victor Radley, bit of niggle into Tane Mill, Vilnay. Then he they get on the ground. Look, do I think Radley should have been sent 10 in the bin? Probably not. I think it was pretty soft. Was it really silly, though, from Radley? Yes, it was. He, he, it just wasn't a smart move to cock your fist. And even if he, it was a love tap. Um, so... We'll talk about the refing first because there has been a lot of conjecture around the refereeing and was it right, was it wrong. Look, I'd probably say there were two sin binnings that were a bit much. But outside of that, I, I struggle to find, like, what is he supposed to do? Oh, I think there's been a lot said and I, I keep hearing the quote, uh, lost control of the game. Can you hold it against him? What, how, what, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, what could he have done? He did try everything. If he sends someone off, the game's over. Yeah. The game finishes there, like... It wouldn't have stopped him though. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, like, like he he did everything in his power to control the game. 
Like, t- tell me it didn't make it a, a better game of football. It was absolutely wild. Now, so the Radley one was a little bit soft, I think. I'd, I'd, I can understand why they did because it's like even – like if you don't send in for 10, then the question is, oh, okay, so now are we making judgments on the forcefulness of a punch? Because like it was – yeah, it was a, like he barely – a little love tap. But I still think it was soft. I just think those kind of things, give him a warning or whatever. But the other one, the Totola one with the head push – I don't think that was a send in the bin, 10 in the bin. And then I think that Tom Burgess should have been sent 10 in the bin for the collection of Teddy. Yes, which was a big one in the context of this game, yep. obviously. But outside of that, like, I don't, I don't know what else we wanted the ref to do. Like, what else could he done in these situations? Just let blokes get head high left, right and centre? I thought that Totola one was crazy because if, if Victor Radley doesn't run in... It's not even a penalty. Yeah. Nothing happens. We I think Bradley even said that, didn't he? He, he s- did, yeah. He said that, Mike, he said, like, if this, you wouldn't even be talking, like, something along those lines. Mm. So, but in saying that, they, if you put it in the context of the game and, and people are saying, well, he lost control of the game, it's like, well, that's a, a case of the ref trying to get control back because he's saying, in the context of the game, you've pushed his head after everything that's gone on, you are kicking the game off again, so you're going for 10 in the bin. Yeah. So I don't know... Again, those specific ones, I thought they were a bit soft, but in the context of the game, it's like... I mean, the Radley one, probably the worst of, of softness because, of like, nothing else had happened by that point. Yes, it was silly by Radley for sure, but outside of that, I, I just don't know what you wanted the ref to do. It would have been yeah. carnage if you didn't send people for 10. I mean, all, all things considered for how this game played out, I personally don't think the ref decided this game, which I thought was an incredibly good effort yep. by him. The best team won. The By best far and away, there's no, they had more sin bins than the Sydney Roosters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, like, two Roosters fans credit, I think the thing that decided it more was obviously the Roosters' injuries. I think South Sydney were the better team, though. But I, I, if you're putting this game on the ref, I'm sorry, you're fucking kidding yourself. Yeah, no. You can disagree with a few calls, like, you know. I mean, look, you can do whatever you want. It's your opinion. Respect that for sure. The best team won uh, that had the more sin bins, so that takes it out. And again, I just don't know what you expected the ref to do. Was he supposed to allow these head highs to continue? I just, I don't know. And this is coming from a guy that I feel like we're too liberal with sin bins. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't know what, what you expected him to do. It was absolute carnage. And the, the best thing to come out of the game is the best team won. Now, if the, if the worst team had have won, I think then you could start going, well, hang on a sec. Um, you know, I, I know there were some headline grabs from the pr- the press conferences, but if you watch the press conferences, the one with Robbo, he's kind of been not unfairly quoted because he said what he said, but basically he didn't come out and just say, you know, people are saying my players lied down. A journalist specifically asked, you know, th- there were cases where it looked like the players may have laid down mm. and Robbo was basically saying, don't say roosters because I don't believe that's true. So it wasn't like he just came out and was sooking about it. Matter of fact, I actually really respect the way Robbo handled the press conference. Um, I even messaged you. It's going to be real interesting to see what Robbo says because I, I thought he was going to come out and be very critical of the Tedesco yep. um, head high. Which if he did come in, because obviously they weren't able to activate Adam Kieran yes. because of that. And in my opinion, Tom Burgess should have got Simbin for that shot. Yep. He didn't. Instead, when he had his next fuck up, which he... Obviously had a fair whack because he was going off his head. Yeah, they took advantage of that to make up for the make mistake up. of not submitting the first yeah. time. But that meant they couldn't activate yeah. Adam Kieran. And so, if you go and watch the, the, the press conference, Robbo 
I, I thought he handled it absolutely fantastic. Again, I was expecting him to come in and be quite livid with the situation yep. um, just because of the emotion of the whole game. But he was pretty honest and he was relatively, relatively similar to Demetrio where they said, look, we both played a part in it. We both took it to a space where we, we should have controlled ourselves. We should have been a bit more conservative. Um, so, yeah, I think Robbo – and Robbo was almost like – they tried to, like, lead him in to speak about the Rabbitohs, and he literally just said, I have no opinion on any of the Rabbitohs stuff. And I said, you know what? Respect for that. Yeah, it's not his first rodeo. Yeah, it's right. not his first rodeo. But very easy. The emotion – like, you could feel – I'm in my – at home, and I could feel the emotion yeah. of the game. Imagine being there. You could, you, it would be palpable. It would be palpable. So respect for, um, to Robbo, I think, for how he handled it. Demetrio as well. Look, I, I, in regards to his comments on Hargreaves, um, you know, it was a head slam. So, of course, you're going to defend your player and, and say it's not good. Um, but outside of that, what, what an incredible display of – I don't even know what the word is. Uh, yeah, and I, like – I wouldn't change a single bit of that game. Neither. Neither. It was amazing. Absolutely was, amazing. And yeah, you know, like I, I, I probably, you know, I thought it was stupid of Radley to, you know, get the, um, um, get his fist like that at the start of the game. And it was, uh, you know, as we said before we started recording, Victor Radley would be filthy that he's not allowed to throw punches and that's the punch he gets yeah. sent off. You're going to do it. You're, you're going to do it. it. You want to whack someone. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I wouldn't change it. it. It was unreal. You know, both... Both teams played better when they had less on the field. I know. Remember when Latrell scored with 11 players, V13? The Rabbitohs had 11 players for 20 minutes. Yeah, don't, don't tell me the better team didn't win. Uh, like, that's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Um, okay, we'll get into details now. We'll talk about Roosters first. Um, look, it just shows you how important Tedesco is. As soon as he went off, I was like... I thought they could pull it together, and I thought, oh, it's going to be interesting to see how Suwali'i handles this. And and Suwali'i's running game was really strong, and he looked dangerous, but I think it's really, really clear he's got a couple of years before he, he's prepared yeah. for a fullback role. He's, his ball playing isn't isn't where it should be to be, you know, first-grade fullback. He's a teenager. That's, of course, 18 years old. Like, what are we talking about here? 18, 19 years old. Um, but he's we have to remember, this is an 18-year-old, is 18? He's 18? Or 19? Just check. 18 or 19-year-old in the first final games of his career, I'm pretty sure. And he mixed it with him. Yeah, mixed it with him. And, you know, like I, I personally thought when he was playing fullback, considering he hasn't trained there, he hasn't played there before in the first grade arena, and to do it in this game in front of that, in front of that crowd with their season on the line – you know, obviously the, the passing game, he's, he's got a, a lot of work to do there. But as you said, he's a teenager. So he should yeah, have yeah. a bit of work. 19. He turned 19 in August. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. I'm, 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 I'm going to look at him like he's 18 for the next three years. Yeah. It's just yeah. crazy. But, you know, he's obviously got a lot more to grow in his game, as he should. But, geez, when he was at fullback and when he was just coming around on those shapes, fuck, he did look natural. Oh, he looked dangerous. Like, you, you, you're you, getting scared, like, oh, shit, like a line break here. for him to actually yep. zing one of those passes because he looks like he can yep. just do it all. It's going to take time, but... When he does, le- when he does learn it, oh, look out. And you might have thought, like, I'm, I'm not sure if he doesn't have it or if he maybe was just a little bit nervous yesterday. You can understand yeah. that uh, as well. But, yeah, I mean, the injuries for the Roosters were huge. There's no doubt about it. I also think in the context of the game, not having Manu was massive. Yeah. If they oh. could have shifted him back there. Yeah, that's true. Fuck, we would have had a game on our hands. Mm. But 
Um, but that happens to you sometimes. You have injuries. It was just unfortunate the guys that got injured for the Roosters, how important they were. I thought it was a miracle they kept Takiyaha. Yeah, that was a miracle. Last game. Yeah. But Teddy going off, I mean, if you ever wanted, like, you know, I've made so many posts about Teddy being one of the greatest big game players ever. If you ever wanted evidence to how important he is to big games, that's, like, he's right there. It's yeah. right there. Go and watch yesterday's game. As soon as the Tedesco went off, that yes, they had moments and patches, but they were nowhere near the side that they were before Teddy went off. And, like, you might say, well, that's obvious, but... It's just the consistency in his big games. Every single big game, he kills it. He absolutely kills it. He played 18 minutes of football. He ran for 124 metres. Fuck. 35 post-contact, three tackle breaks. I mean... He would have ran for like 400 metres. Yeah. Like going on those numbers, that's what he was heading to. Incredible. Um, And knowing Teddy wouldn't have slowed down. Nah. It's not like he goes big at the start, then he puts his feet up. He goes harder at the back end. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Um, outside of that with the Roosters, uh, look, completion rate was a little bit down, 72%, but not not the be-all and end-all. Uh, I mean, not the best, but um, I thought Lodge's first 20 specifically was phenomenal. Like, he, he's – the momentum he gets that Roosters forward pack is, is truly just amazing. Now, they've come out – well, he's come out and said he'd love to stay, but at the moment they've got salary cap, you know, like – Probably won't be able to afford him. They've got to make it work, I think. I think I don't know how they do it, but I think for Lodge's benefit as well. Like I, I don't think he should want to be going anywhere else because clearly this is where he belongs. Clearly, there's something about the Roosters that gets the best out of Matt Lodge because he fucking been phenomenal these last few weeks. Yeah, I'm still not ruling out him ending up at the Dolphins with Wayne, mm. but I think it has to be here. At the Roosters or at Wayne. One of the two, I think that's where he has. If he ends up anywhere else, I don't think we'll see the best out of Lodge over the next few years. Yeah, because he's been just so important to them. Um, How old's Matt Lodge? Was he 27, 28? Have a look. Uh, uh, Crichton, he had a, a mixed bag. He had a couple of errors, and then obviously he tried to put that hit on and got knocked out. Um, but I thought he was also a big out for them because, Huge. you know, he, he last week was – critical like crucial he was the one that was putting all those short lines on Ilias and scoring tries 27 27 um outside of that i mean what else is look i thought hutcho like drew hutchison had some pretty good moments um tupo losing tupo was a massive loss look like they the specific players they lost like if you if you're telling me a team's going to lose someone like crichton tupo and tedesco like Far out. And you've already lost Manu? Yeah. Very, and very yeah, tough. Yeah. And, I mean, you have to take it into consideration. I can't stress enough, though. I thought South Sydney were the better team, and I'm not taking anything away from the Bunnies. But any team that loses those sort of plays is going to be very, very tough, especially when you lose your fullback and your winger when you've already got your star centre out. Mm. It, it's a very, very tough gig to face. You move a teenager to fullback. Um, yeah, not taking anything away from South Sydney, but you have to take it all into consideration there. Now, with the Roosters, how do we feel about them going into next year? Yeah, I'm I'm unsure. I'm unsure. Because, like, when they had all their players, if they had all their players on, that first 20, they were, looked unstoppable. Unstoppable. But I I don't know, because for a lot of the year, they were so up and down. I'm just a bit unsure where I, look, put it this way. 
at the end of last year, a lot of people said, these guys are a premiership favourite. Look what they did without all their players. Now, at the end of this year, is there as much hype, do you think, as there was last year? Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one. Who, who are they going to lose? They'll lose Verrills, but they'll get Cheese. They'll lose Takiaho. Is that it? Lodge, potentially, whether he stays or not. Yeah, Lodge. I I think whether Matt Lodge stays or not will go a long way to yeah. deciding mm. the answer to that question. Who do you feel is more likely to win a comp next year, Roosters or Melbourne? I'm probably leaning towards the Chooks, personally. Ah, uh, Melbourne, probably. Just the Pappenhausen yeah. Munster. Hughes even combination. With the, even with the entire pack going? Yeah, I don't know. I just that that Grant, Hughes, Munster, mm. Pappenhausen. It's so crazy. Remus Smith, Jennings comes back. Cheese, Keary. Yeah, chooses, chooses. Teddy. Back. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, maybe Storm. Maybe Storm, but it's a it's a toss of a coin. It really is. Uh so, man, how weird is it gonna be seeing Cheese in a Roosters jersey? Yeah. But he's gonna, gonna, gonna thrive. Bizarre. He's gonna thrive. Yeah. I, yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, if Lodge doesn't re-sign, fuck, I'd be tempted to go out and find a hooker. I know, I know Cheese wants to play there, but I, I still think he's a better middle forward than he is a nine. Mm. It'll be interesting to see how it all does play out. But then, I don't know. Where do you put the rest? Like Butcher, yeah, Bradley, that, Cron? Yeah, and, and you got Rad, so you've got to have it 13. So it becomes hard to fit Cheese in if you're not playing him at nine. He also wants to play nine, so I think with a player like him, you're... You're better off playing him where he wants to play, where he thinks. I think if he has a full pre- Smith. full preseason at nine and has his body prepared for playing nine, yep. I think you'll see even better out of him. Um, oh, I think he's got to have a big off season as far as his service goes too, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Tokiaho off the bench was absolutely gigantic, um, but look, this this game was a mixture of the Rabbitohs magic, which we'll get to. Um, but also just key injuries. Like yeah. when you've got no bench, essentially, yeah, you know, it's hard to say because then you go, well, hang on a sec. The Rabbitohs played 20 minutes with 11 men. Surely get yeah. the job done then. But, um, yeah, Roosters out first week. We'll see what happens next year, I guess. We'll see what happens next year. Just before we move off them, what about that ball that Sam Walker threw when he got in a dummy half and saw the advantage and threw that cutout ball to Daniel Tupu? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Just, like, to be able to see it is impressive. To have the confidence to actually throw that ball. Yeah. Like, you saw a little bit later in the game, Luke Keery threw a cutout ball to Naguama and it just fell short of him. Mm. I was thinking the other day, you see him throw these balls all the time, Sam Walker. When do you ever see him throw it short? Mm. When do you ever see him throw it over the sideline? Yeah, not, it's it's pretty rare. Like, there were a couple of times at the start of his career, but he usually nails it these he, days. Mate, he gets, he, like... You know, that's the first time I've seen Kiri throw a ball like that in a long time. And he felt two or three metres short on that pass. Mm. Sam Walker, one, one thing I'll say, he never falls short. If, yeah, he, if he's going to miss it, he'll go over, which mm. is what you want, especially if you're throwing Daniel Tupu. It's mm. a, he'll, he'll catch it anywhere. Yeah. But I, I just thought that was such a good ball, especially at a dummy half, not, like not a normal spot where he's used to getting the ball. I thought it was a great little play there. Do we think, you know, we talked about kicking and having like a long kicking game. Now, it wasn't a bad... Um, by Walker, by any stretch of the imagination, but it was 342 and then 125 for um, Kiri. Do you think they lack a bit of a long kicking game? Yeah, and I was a little bit surprised they didn't use Hutcho a little bit more mm. the other day for their long kicking. I, I, I similar to how the you know New South Wales Blues were using Matt Burton for his his left foot down that edge. I would have done the same with Hutcho a little bit. It is a worry, Sam Walker, his long kicking game. He's obviously got you know. 
bit more growing and, and whatnot in him over the next few years. But his long kicking game does worry me. And Luke here is not overly noted for long kicking game. Mm. Uh, and it is so important when you get down to finals footy. Um, so, yeah, I, it, it is a worry for me. And I, you know, I wouldn't be relying on Brandon Smith out of nine either. No, no, I don't think so. Um, so, look, I think Roosters, everything that could go wrong kind of did go wrong. Like, key players either being sin-binned, either being injured. It was almost an impossible feat. I just – just too many. You're not, you're not going to win a game of footy. Um, and that's taking nothing away from Rabbitohs because, as we said, there was 20 minutes where the Rabbitohs were playing with 11 men. Yep. Um, I just think in the key moments, the Rabbitohs executed. That, that was like – yes, the injuries played a factor – but there were still quality players on the field that could have executed for the Roosters. And the Rabbitohs, in the key moments, they absolutely executed. Um, so we'll get on to the Rabbitohs now. Oh, man, what an incredible performance. Uh, we spoke about it last week where I was like, you can't count the Rabbitohs out because they have this magic and you can't measure it, you can't touch it, you don't know how... It's just this intangible quality where they'll just rock up and do something special. And it's guys like Luttrell and Cody Walker that do it. Like, you look at Luttrell's stats. 78 run metres, six tackle breaks, and a try. But watch that game and tell me he didn't pull off some absolutely incredible plays and moments. Yeah, Cooper Cronk made a really good point last night. He read out Luttrell's stats and said, based on that, him being a fullback in 2022, the Roosters should have won this game. Mm. They were so far from the better team, it's not even funny. He is just... I know we've said it a lot, and for whatever reason, it still doesn't seem to be getting through people's heads. He's not the fullback you expect him to be. He's mm. not the fullback you want him to be. He's not the fullback that you compare his stats to Turbo, Teddy, all these guys. He's a red zone fullback. Mm. And when you get him in the red zone, he will deliver every single time. Yeah. He's um like, his percentage of delivery, like, is just off the charts. It's seriously, it's almost like, what do you reckon, nine times out of ten, when he has a big play to make, he makes it. Yep. You know, eight, eight or nine times. Eight, we'll say eight times to be eight times to be generous. But um, he was amazing. Uh, Cody Walker, been a relatively quiet year for Cody Walker. Comes out in an incredible finals footy. Has four tries. Four tries. But I, I reckon that ball that he threw to Tass. I don't know. Maybe I'm being over the top. That's one of my favourite passes of the season. Beautiful ball. To play through the line and let defenders shoot up and just pick his moments between. Like, just there's something special when you throw a ball like that. Like, throwing a spiral is nice, but when you flick it the way that he does, and it just like, like Lockie used to do that all the time and Mm. just glide through the air. Such a a good ball. Um, Yeah, he's a freak, Cody Walker. Absolute freak. He's just, his ability to just find little gaps where they don't exist for other people yeah. is just amazing. The way that he plays slow and he like he, he holds the ball for so long that he waits until defenders fuck up yeah. and then he plays off the back of that, which is, you know, it, it sounds easy, but with the pace that the game moves at and he just does everything in slow motion seemingly, waiting for you to bite, Yeah, he's, he's a freak. I, I love watching Cody Walker play. Um, Alex Johnston becomes the first ever player to score 30 tries in back-to-back <laughs> seasons. In this game as well. Is of he all the games. first guy to ever score th- two seasons with, with, with 30 tries? Or oh, I don't know. It just says back to back. But I, I think he's also the first to do it. Channel right? 9 did post that, yeah. But, he's, but to do it back to back is unbelievable. 60 tries in two years. <laughs> it's amazing. It's seriously amazing. 
in, in a side that, okay, they made the grand final last year, but at the start of this run, you know, it's not like they were in the same breath as like Roosters, Storm, Panthers. Like they were the, the, the kind of the dark horse. I mean, for a period there last year under Wayne, they were, they were, in, they were on the edge of the eight. And he's also done it in a team this year. Like the theme for this year has been if you lose a halfback, you suck. Yeah. Yeah. South Sydney lose their seven, who, you know, I think he was the most underrated bit of every single try that AJ scored last year, essentially. Mm. And he still manages to score that many. Yeah. It's crazy. They didn't even finish in the top four this year. Yeah. They, they literally, the second last game of the year confirmed them in the eight. They like in the eight. Amazing. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Lockie Elias. You know, I think people need to realise he's not going to be a million try assists. He's not going to be Sam Walker. He's not going to be this guy that has all these crazy plays. But I tell you what he's going to do. <clears throat> he's going to kick all day long, long and deep, 520 metres kicked in this big game. He's going to defend his absolute ass off. I thought his defence was so much better in this game compared to last weekend. Maybe that had something to do with the fact that uh, Crichton went off. But I will say, even before Crichton went off, they were, they were going back and forth at each other talking. So clearly, you know, he's made a point of not allowing what happened in the week before to happen again. I think it is pass marks, easy pass marks for Lockie Elias this year. Even if they lose next week, easy pass marks. 100%. Stepping into some of the biggest shoes in rugby league, he's done a tremendous job. And I, I think you're right. I think that social media, even like your super coach and your fantasy expects your halfbacks to have all these stats every single week. It's not what indicates whether you're a good halfback or not. Does it help? 100%. Mm. But that doesn't indicate... Look at Chad Townsend's stats. Exactly right. Like Look, Cooper Cronks throughout his entire career. Mm. Coopers were never that impressive. Mm. But he wins. He gets he, he gets his team to when it matters. Just on Alex Johnson, I know we moved off him, but, you know, 30 tries this season. He scored two in the first five weeks. Oh, fuck. It just doesn't make sense, Guru. Yeah, two Makes in no the first sense. five weeks, which is... And, mate... But at the end of week seven, he'd only scored five. So, like... Yeah. And another thing as well, and I'm sure the Rabbitohs fan do, this bloke take a, took a pay cut to stay at this club. So, appreciate him while he's here. He took a pay cut because he gave a note to Wayne Bennett saying, this is the only club I've ever wanted to pay for. Is that correct? This is how much this bloke loves the club. And he is most likely going to be the best try scorer of all time. And I know Rabbitohs fans appreciate him, but, you know, we often talk about players that, that they, they're greedy and they, they leave for all this money and rah-rah. Here's a bloke that bleeds this club, bleeds it. He was going to get let go. The club were going to let him go, and it was his forceful nature of, and his loyalty that kept him at the club. And now he is breaking records. And, and since then, he's scored 83 tries yeah. in three years. I remember at the start of last year when people started to throw up this Ken Irvine thing, and I just sat there and went, are you fucking for real? So How hard. is he possibly going to catch Ken Irvine? What, do you think he's going to get through the next eight years of his career without free. being injured, without going to the Super League, without mm. any of these things? You, you honestly think he's going to average 15 tries for the rest of his season? He's doubled it. <laughs> he's averaging he's 30. He's averaging 30. <laughs> How many tries the until... The not Irvine? over yet. Yeah. Uh, he's on 166 now, so that's... 50, less than 50. So if he keeps this up, he'll break it in two years. 2024, he'll get it. He'll break it in a season and a half. So it's basically like, I mean, I don't want to put the mock on it, but it's basically done. 
50 tries. Don't put the mocker on He's it. five years. He's got at least another five to seven years of rugby league. Because he's still 25, isn't he? He's young. He's yeah. 27. Yeah, 27. 27. Okay. But, yeah, not touching wood. Touching wood. And this is real wood. Um, but still, like, no, now he's at the point where if he can average 15 tries a season for the next, what, three? Like, he'll get there. Incredible. Like, just amazing. Absolutely amazing. And, like, my other worry was that Cody Walker would eventually retire. Latrell Mitchell's now one of the best players going down the left edge in rugby yeah. league. And he's got the most line break assists of any player in the comp. Uh, just quickly to go back to the Cowboys, guess what else Valentine Holmes has done this year? He's broken Thurston's record for points in a season. Yeah, wow. That is absolutely incredible. Incredible. Um, and just confirm that for me, but I'm pretty sure he did. Pretty sure he did. Um, is he heading for a, like a top point scorer this season? Yeah, he's way at well the top. Well truly, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure. He, yeah, 2015, I think, um, Thurston had it, or maybe 2014. Anyway, uh, 2014, I think, uh, Thurston had it. One of his 15 Dallium when he yeah, says. Um, but yeah, so Lockie Elias, flying past marks this year, incredible. I also thought for him, like, Last week, uh, you know, Angus Crichton ran over him a couple of times and it wasn't like Ilias got caught out of position or his tackling technique was poor. Mm. Angus was just too big. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I know people are like, oh, Ilias has got to sort his shit out. It's like, sort what out? Like, yeah. he, he didn't defend badly. Yeah. It's like, this is, missed tackles happen. Yeah. It's, you know, like, you, you can only do so much. That, like, if he was big enough to tackle Crichton, he wouldn't be a good halfback. Because he's, you know what I mean? Yeah. He'd be a forward. And if, you know, yeah, it's when you're giving away that, that many kilos and Luke Curie isolates you that well. But, mate, I thought Ilias's defence yesterday was unbelievable. He was whacking people. Yeah, it was outstanding. And I, I sort of thought, oh, fuck, Coleman Tungy's going to have to help him so much. He's going to have to be a bodyguard. And it was like Ilias said, get lost. Yeah. I can, I can hold myself here. I'll be fine. Val needs one more point. He needs one more point. Yeah. So 234 was JT in 2015 is what I'm reading here. And then this has got 224 for Val, but it's not updated. So, and he scored 10 points. So we'll get it, unless they get held to zero. Yeah. Because he's just got to convert it, touch wood. Um, That's crazy. What a, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, Lockie Elias. Now, you know what, I, when I realised that Lockie Elias will have a good career, is when he got dropped. Sorry, I was wrong. He's already broken it. He's already broken it. He's already it. broken it, yeah. Oh. I, I, mis- I miscounted the field goal. Wow. Um, yeah, Lockie Elias, like, he gets dropped. It's a huge deal. It's the biggest story of the week. If you came and just watched that next game, you would have no idea that that happened. No idea at all. You would have no clue that that big drama happened. So that's when I knew this guy, he's made, a, he's made of the right stuff mentally. Again, you look at the game on the weekend, had some poor defensive misses the week before, comes out the next week and jams blokes, like in a big game. Yep. That's, that's the right mental stuff to be made of. Um, now, I want to talk about Campbell Graham. He was absolutely incredible. And I honestly think he was probably best on ground for me. And that sounds hyperbolic. Go back and watch the game. And tell me he wasn't Rabbitoh's best. Yeah, and when you when you look at his stat sheet, 158 metres, it's good. But it's not like Sivitalico, these sort of guys. But if you go back and watch the game and watch, he earned every centimetre. And his defence too. Like 18 tackles, four misses, you'd go, oh, it's not. Go back and actually watch the game 
and watch the aggression in which he was playing with. I thought Campbell Graham was absolutely phenomenal. And I personally think you've obviously got Whiten and Burton that will take those centre spots if, if uh, Latrell and Tommy aren't there in origin. But when it comes to specialist centres, I think he's next in line. Now, I know, again, I know Whiten and Burton will be there, but when it comes to specialist centres, I think he has to be the next in line for Origin New South Wales centre spot. Yeah, he's a real pure centre, Campbell Graham, and I, I agree with you, mate. I think he probably has to be the next man up. Um, and, I mean, fuck, if there's an injury on the wing and Freddie picks him there, I'd be more than happy to see him play out on the sting too. He can he can do it all, Campbell Graham. And, you know, obviously you've seen the hole that Dane Gagai left when he left the Rabbitohs. Imagine if Campbell Graham wasn't there. <sighs> Mate, disaster. They're, if Campbell Graham, put it this way, if Campbell Graham wasn't there this year, I don't even think they made it eight. Mate, I, I don't know. Is it over the top to so say the gap that Campbell Graham could leave might have been bigger than Gagai? Oh, I think he might have to play a little bit longer. but Yeah, but, mate, the performances he's put in the last two years, Campbell Graham, I think he's been so fucking important to this side. So important. I mean, you, you saw on the weekend, like, just the amount of big, tough carries he took – and he's not running at he's running at front rowers that are trying to shot him, yep. and he was somehow finding his front every single time. And just the aggression that he played with, like again, don't go off the stat sheet, guys. If you get a chance and you want to watch the game again, just focus on Campbell Graham and see the work he gets through. It was absolutely phenomenal. Guess who was the bloke that hit Matt Lodge and stopped him on the first run off the kickoff? Yep. Campbell Graham. It was a centre, Campbell Graham. Matt Lodge is a giant. Amazing performance by Campbell Graham, and I think it would be a, an absolute travesty if he doesn't at least play one game for New South Wales. Now, I understand it's a stack position, but I just think that he is such a good player. He's only going to get better. He's, what, 24, 25, maybe even 23. Yeah, I think he's, he's younger than that. Yeah. He might even be 22 then. Um, I just I think he's earned – he's 23 years old. He's already played 100 first-grade games, which is Amazing. Crazy. Amazing. And didn't he debut at like 17, 18? He was young. Yeah, he was young 18 as anything. at the SCG, yeah. Like, he's oh, just such a fan of him. Gets, he's so unassuming too. Gets about his work. He's tough as anything. Big plays. And he's delivered. Every time that the, they've had big games with Rabbitohs, Campbell Graham delivers. He always stands up. He yeah. always does. So I would love to – I understand, like, it's going to be hard, but I'd love to see him in the New South Wales jersey over the next few years. Um Another bloke, or another he's, few blokes. Sorry, just on Cam, before we move on, Campbell Graham, he's played 108 first grade games. He's scored 48 tries. Far he's out. almost at 50 tries, and he's 22, 3? Not bad. Like, you think about some, some of the great players, that the back end of their career, they hit 100 tries. Yeah, he's at 23. He's already halfway there. He's a centre too, which is usually score and less. He's missed his, like, he missed a fair whack of footy this year, didn't he? Broke his cheekbone. That's another thing. He broke his cheekbone and he's still playing like the toughest bloke on the field. Still taking on front rowers. Yeah, amazing. Um, I want to give the, the forward pack, especially the back row of uh, the Rabbitohs, a massive congratulations. Keon, Jai Arrow, Cam Murray. Jai Arrow, I don't, I don't know if he gets the appreciation he deserves. His aggression in defence is so key to them. Cam Murray, seriously, signed the bloke for 10 years, you know, because without... Cam Murray in the middle ball playing, they're just... Well, they, you saw it last yeah, week. You, they are not the same side, yeah. not even close to the same side. And I, I think that, like, he doesn't have the obvious ball playing skills of, like, a Radley and Isaiah Yo. but once again, when you take him out of the team and you see the bunnies without him, it's evident just how good he is and how important he is to that side. Yeah, 
Absolutely. I mean, there's a reason why all of a sudden Cody Walker has four tries this. Because guess who was the guy passing yeah. to him usually? It was Cody, um, Cody Murray. <laughs> Cameron Murray. Jeez, wouldn't you have a player there? Oh, mate. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, Jai Arrow. Oh, man, he was just the perfect bloke for this game. You needed a mongrel in there that just loves it, that absolutely loves it. Didn't take a backward step. Um, Keon as well. He's so consistent now, Keon. Yeah. So consistent. I'll tell you the other one that I thought was really impressive for South Sydney. I thought it was a bit of a coming-of-age sort of game. Harm Sello. Yeah. 23 minutes, 88 metres in that game. I think he's one of those guys that, like, you, you – and, like, the, the – the stats are good, but I think when you just see the impacts he had, if yeah. you go back and watch his 23 minutes again, like mm. he he just came on. He did not take any shit. He didn't take a backward step. He, uh, he got released from the Dragons, I think, a year or two ago. Well, I mean, to, to, to put it into context, Tom Burgess, 24 minutes. He had 98 metres and had 10 tackles. Harme Sele, 23 minutes. He had 88 metres, 13 tackles. So he essentially did the same as Tom Burgess. Yeah, wow. Yeah, he was at the Dragons a couple of years ago and they released him. Fuck, what, wouldn't he just be the perfect sort of guy for them to have in their Mate, pack? Like, that's, that's when you like, when you look at these lower tier teams and you see these guys being released and going on to play really well, you know, as a club, you have to, you have to take some kind of go, well, how come they didn't reach the potential here? Like, what do we need to improve yeah. to make sure that if we do release a player, at least we know we got the best out of them? Um, and look, it's, it goes two ways. It's a two-way street. Sometimes it's just a player that refuses to listen or isn't as dedicated and all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, in an absolutely amazing game of rugby league. What a privilege to watch. Um, another guy we didn't shout out, Tass. It was phenomenal. Phenomenal. He, here's a guy who came in and we had big raps him at the start of the year. And at the start of the year, we said he definitely should have that spot over you know, anyone else in that three position. He came in, had some really good attack, but had some errors in him. He comes out this week, no errors, a try and a try assist. Um, 139 metres, 14 tackles, only one miss. It's a really good story, isn't he? Oh. Just about hanging in there, finally got his opportunity, didn't go perfectly to plan, but he's, he's just improved week on week. And I mean, to find yourself as the guy that they want at left centre, it's a great compliment to him. Mm. And he's still relatively young. Um, wouldn't say he's that old. He was in Q Cup last year. How's a bloke like this sitting in Q Cup and not snapped up by a club? He's only 23. He's got plenty of head. Plenty of footy. I mean, think about it. Again, the Rabbitohs, exciting times. Both your centres are 23. And he's another one that he came down into the Canterbury Bulldogs system and fell out the back yeah. of it. Now at South Sydney. Doing very well. Latrell Mitchell, he's still only 25. Like, <laughs> that's wild to think. Uh, feels like, honestly, Latrell feels like he's been around for 15 Forever. years. Forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, Really, really touching special moment. Uh, the chill after the game, getting cheered by the Rabbitohs fans uh, after they'd won the match. Um, because it's regardless of what you say, it's got to be tough as a player. Like, I understand the stuff that happened with, with Joey and he went to a rival club. And, and that's fair enough. You know, you should have a right to get into the game and, and boo players or whatever because that's, that's a part of what you want to be passionate. You want to be tribal. But it still doesn't take away from the fact it would rattle you. Like, imagine running out, getting booed by 40,000 people. You'd be rattled. As a 25-year-old too. Yeah. Like um, and so for the Rabbitohs fans to show how much they love him and care about him, uh, that was really, really cool to see. Really, really good to see. And he earned it. He earned it. 
And that's the whole thing with Latrell. Like, you know, I, I see people getting upset about when he celebrates after goal kicks and the way he talks and everything like He backs it up. Also, like, hang on a sec. So everyone's allowed to boo him, but he's not allowed to say <laughs> anything allowed, back. Yeah. So he's allowed to get booed by 40,000 people, but he's not allowed to be like, fucking fuck you back. I mean, here we are, you know, if, you know, <laughs> you got teams that lose games and then they stand on the field and they laugh and they joke with the other players and all fans blow up. They don't care about the game. Find me a player that shows they care more about rugby league than Latrell fucking Mitchell <laughs> and you want to get stuck into him? Yeah. Please. Bizarre. And another thing is like, oh, he always talks shit. It's like, he doesn't just talk shit to ran- like randomly to someone. <laughs> He's responding to people in the crowd. Like, every single player gets shit talk about them by fans, which is, it's par for the course. Like, you just don't hear it because it's like, you know, you're getting yelled at from the sideline. They're not going to pick it up on the, the network. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was a really special moment. But Rabbitohs. Now, can you see the Rabbitohs in the grand final? No, only because they're on the Penrith Panthers side. Mm. I think if they were on the other side, I think they could give it a really good shake. Uh, but being on the Panthers side, I, I'll be honest with you, mate, I can't see a different grand final than Panthers, Cowboys. Wow. Wow. So so you've got next week we've got Eels Raiders. Yep. Rabbitohs. Sharkies. Sharkies. Far out. So who you've got who have you got Eels Raiders? Mate, I'm kinda leaning towards the Raiders, to be honest with you. I, really? I, I can feel an upset. Who have you got? Eels I mean, Raiders. I got I got power in the GF actually. I, I think they'll bounce back. I reckon they'll bounce back, and I mean the pre, the prelim then would be great. But yeah, yeah. I reckon power. Up. I reckon Eels beat Raiders. Who have you got? Sharks, Rabbitohs. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, I'm gonna lean to the bunnies. Obviously, no. rabbits. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um. I am going to go oh, – I'll just go Sharks because you went Rabbitohs. <laughs> it's so, I'm, so, I'm so far from confident. Yeah, I, I don't I, know. I honestly have no idea. Um, oh, I'm unsure on the Sharks. I don't know where I stand on them, you know, because at, at the end of the day, even though it was incredible what they did, they did get beaten at home. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I'm going to go – I'll just go Sharks to make it a bit fun. Um Anyway, that's episode done and dusted. Make sure to grab a Rugby League Guru shirt at rugbyleagueguru.com.au. They've got hats um, and there's limited amount. So once they're gone, they're gone skis. Gone skis. So make sure rugbyleaguru.com.au. Grab a shirt. Support the great guru. If you sat hours, how many hours of content have been delivered this year? I can fuck a lot. If you enjoyed it at all, grab a shirt. It's the best way to support the great Gurino. Um Anything else, boys? Done. Beers and break-evens is on this week? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no, there is actually. We've got an episode coming out tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. Bit of a review of four of the teams. Can't remember which four they are off the dome, but mm. there is something coming. Okay. And as usual, I'll go and fuck myself. Thank you. It's a special episode because it's brought to you by none other 
than the rugby league guru, the great Gurino. And you may be saying as you look at me, Beak, you are looking hot today. And I say, thanks, bro. I do look hot. And you know why I look hot? Because I am wearing the great rugby league guru shirt. That is right. You go to rugbyleagueguru.com.au. You can grab yourself a Rugby League Guru shirt. If you enjoy this show, he is, he is a part of this show. So you want to support the great Gurino. And as I said, if it can make me look hot, it can make anyone look hot. But I've got the great Gurino here. How you going, brother? Good, mate. You're pulling it off. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. It's fantastic. I'm, you know, feeling good, looking good, podcast good. They always say that. They always, always say that. Always said it. Yeah, if you want to buy a T-shirt or a hat, uh, rugbyleagueguru.com.au. We've got the print on the back as well there. Looks Mate. like better from the back, Kempy, just quietly. Uh, that's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said. And then I turned around and she was like, ooh. And my, my nose literally nearly poked her eye out. Um, but it's about my personality. It's about my personality. So rugbyleagueguru.com.au. Grab a shirt, guys. They're, they're, they're great shirts. Comfy, easy to wear. I'll be wearing mine to the gym later. Uh, and it supports the great Gurino. So rugbyleagueguru.com.au. It's the best way to support Guru. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 